MoneyWeb now on the money. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Jenny with Charles Savage, CEO of Purple Group. Disclaimer up front, I hold shares in Purple. Results out yesterday, year-end August, revenue up 0.8%. HEPs was minus 2.05 cents a share. Uh, Easy, Acti- Easy Equities Active Clients up 17.5% at almost 900,000. Charles, appreciate the time this morning. Uh, tough year. I want to start with maybe a, a more big picture type of question. You've been in the market a few years. Is it different, but as bad as 2008 to nine. In some ways, the last year or so feels worse, but maybe time has taken some of the, the pain off the memory of that 2008-2009 crisis. No, Simon, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, I do think it's worse in 2008. You know, back in 2008, we kind of knew what the problem was and the solution was kind of swift and uh, almost you know, immediate. Mm. Uh, in this case, you know, the problems are much more diverse um, and we don't all have the same problems. You know, South Africa's got a very different economic uh, set of problems versus other countries. So I, I think it's actually worse. You know, and maybe it is age and these things feel worse <laughs> as you get older. But uh, certainly, I think this is the toughest economic environment I've ever traded through. Yeah, and I take your point. 0809 was speedy. It was very V-shaped. This is not a V-shaped at all. We are bundling in the valley. Uh, let's move on to results. Uh, easy equities. Clients growing up 11%. Uh, inflows down 28% and change, but still at just short of $6 billion. Outflows 47 That really is the story. You've seen a, a, a decrease in portfolio turnover. You've seen deposit-driven execution revenue down almost half. This is the crunch that is that is hurting the the, the numbers in this period yeah 100 percent uh yeah active client numbers were up 17 and a half percent you know assets up you know, around 25 percent. so those are the two sort of headline numbers that are really strong and growing in this environment is hasn't been easy but you know people have got less capacity to invest than they did 18 months ago and that's the true story of it you know if you look at you know, we've tracked our deposit rate uh, in correlation to the interest rate cycle mm. And for every interest rate increase, there's been a commensurate decrease in the deposits from our customers, which really signifies that they have debt and that cost of debt is costing them their investments right now. And, and that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's tough out there. You've got less cash because you're paying more on your bond, your vehicle, whatever. You've got less money to, to, to invest. Outflows? I mean, outflows at $4.7 billion. In one sense, that seems like a big number. But, I mean, it, 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 is it, is it, is it, it's something that, that's worrisome. It's, it's certainly uh, uh, moving in the wrong direction. Are clients taking out as well as putting in less? Yeah, so, you know, you, in the context of this environment, I mean, I've tracked all of our sort of competitor platform results and I think all of them have indicated that they've had net outflows Mm. in their respective periods. We've got net inflows. So our customers are showing a a level of resilience that is not evidenced uh, through our competitors. So I think they've done really well in really tough times. So, you know, that number, if the interest rates stay where, where they are, and if I look forward 12 months, I think we're going to see, you know, loosening of interest rates. And so with the commensurate decreases in those interest rates, we should see deposit inflows and net deposit inflows um, improve. So I, I'm quite optimistic that this is the bottom of the cycle and that this is the worst um, consume the worst pressure consumers will be under if yeah. I take a forward 12-month view. And, and if we look at, at just market activity, I mean, I was running the numbers last night uh, and, and sort of back of a matchbox, the JSC total return in the last 12 months is up about 7, 7.5%. It's not a terror number. It's not a great number. If that was 15, your numbers would probably be bigger. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw in the highlights, but our customers on average delivered 11.1% return mm. over the period. So they outperformed the JSC. <laughs> you know, the, the point you're making around the JST, though, I mean, if you look at JSC volumes, they must be down around 30% year yeah. on year. And, you know, we can't escape that that environment. We're part of that. We're a stockbroker, and our biggest part of our business is still South Africa. So, you know, the economic environment that, that we, you know, live inside um, is under ex- ex- excessive pressure and it's 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 hitting all participants so you know trading volumes are much lower than they were a year ago and fundamentally it's because the consumer is under more pressure you've got other operations uh, you've got bunches of them the biggies perhaps crypto and and the easy property most notable revenue there is 19 million collectively down from 26 are they profitable can they grow markedly they seem very small in the in the bigger picture yeah look it's an interesting um you know when you look at the group Essentially, all revenue makes a contribution towards profit because our platform capability comes at a cost. Mm-hmm. And then any customer that delivers revenue off that platform capability actually reduces um, our operating costs or contributes to profit, if you like. So, you know, they make a meaningful contribution. Again, those asset classes haven't been protected from this environment. Uh, crypto seems to be recovering faster than most asset classes. And so it's it's definitely benefiting in the current environment. But property uh, in South Africa is under massive pressure, and especially yeah, the space okay. that we play in, which is residential property. Yeah, now I take your point on that. How many, of, of, your, of your accounts, and you've got almost a, a 900,000 easy equity accounts, how many different products does each client have? On average, they have 1.45. So, you know, one and a half accounts with us. Uh, across the various platforms. Institutional business, we, we, I think everyone looks at Purple slash Easy and thinks of you as the, 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 the mass market, and certainly that's the core business. Institutional's been ticking along and, and, and really starting to, to pick up. Yeah, it's a business we've been building you know, relatively quietly over the last three years. We've taken the exact same retail capability that we have in Easy Equities and applied it to the institutional market through Rise. You know, and fundamentally, at the end of institutional money is just another retail customer. Mm. And so, you know, that business, that message and that platform are starting to sell exceptionally well uh, inside that market space. And as you know, that's a much bigger market than, you know, than traditional mm-hmm. retail stockbroking. So it's starting to participate at almost equal levels with uh, easy equities in terms of inflows. In fact, this year it was just slightly behind on, on inflows of, of uh, deposits. Uh, and we expect that to be a continuing trend. You, you, you're still bringing products. You've got Easy Credit Just Come, Easy Protect, Easy Bonds. Um, as, as I understand, many of these are still sort of in, in, in soft launch. How's the response to those been? The bonds in particular, because as I understand, this is good old-fashioned South African government bonds, which I can buy if I've got a couple of million rand lying around. And of course, you're making that simpler. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the Easy Bonds product and the timing couldn't be better. Maybe six months ago it would have been slightly better. But, you know, we're seeing huge investor engagement with it. It's a new asset class for them, so it's something they've got to understand. It's mm. not it's not, you know, not equities, but we're on average, we're seeing about half a million rand per day in new flow. Um, and it's only a week old, so I think we've raised about <laughs> 3.6 million rand for the government so far. But I expect that to be a continuing trend. And, uh, and we've got a big portion of people think about our platform as being young uh, and the averages tell you that they're young but you know 40 percent of our customers are over the age of 50 and so this product in this environment is a is great for those who are sort of facing retirement or already in retirement yeah and bonds into your point i mean they're giving almost equity-like returns without the risk philippines you did the competition there as i understand you are struggling with the regulator to get to get traction to get launched yeah, look, it's, it's, I mean, you know, we probably were optimistically 
um, you know, overly optimistic about how quickly we could launch in the market. You know, we've, we, one thing we didn't do is we didn't underestimate the demand. We ran the game and 300,000 Filipinos, 330,000 Filipinos pitched up and played the game. And, you know, just rewind your memory to when we launched Easy Equities. We only had 2,000 game <laughs> players nine years ago. So the market opportunity, we've, we've satisfied ourselves that there is a massive market opportunity there. That's the good news. The bad news is the regulatory environment. You know, they don't know who we are. They don't understand our platform capability. We do things very differently to the traditional stockbrokers in the market. Mm. And so it's taking much longer than we expected to satisfy them um, of, you know, of our products and services. You know, the, and I guess and the bad news around that is that we have no certainty around timing. And so, our, you know, our choice has been to let, let's keep building a community. Let's keep building a relationship in the market. Let's look to see if there are other things we can do in the market that are easier um, to, you know, to launch and can produce revenue. And let's make sure we stay in the market so that when that when the opportunity does arise to launch, we're still there. Okay. So you stand there. Quick last question. Uh, you launched Thrive, your your uh, program post year end, not in the numbers. Uh, a, 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 we, we chatted about it at the time. Have you seen clients leaving in any significant numbers? No, Simon, it's been a kind of storm in a, tea, in a Twitter teacup, I guess. Um, you know, the bottom line, I think, once people have lived alongside it now for a month and we've extended the first fee run to the 31st of December, they've realized, firstly, how easy it is to thrive. And secondly, that it is a fair trade. You know, we spend 365 days, 24 hours a day looking after people's investments and improving the platform, which is demonstrably evidenced you know, in our financial results. And all we're asking investors to do is pitch up for five minutes a month, max, and and thrive. And it's already it's already delivering a positive result. I mean, deposits were up ten percent by vo- volume in terms of number of customers in November, and so and that's exactly what we were trying to encourage. So it's it's only one month in, and I don't want to say that it's going to change that the behavioural me- mechanisms have, you know have turned everything around. But early signs are that uh, it's creating. The, the behavioral outcomes that we wanted um, and it's the program is going to deliver value to the group in the year ahead. Charles Savage, CEO Purple Group. Appreciate the early morning. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.